When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Marty from the Ask Women podcast. Buying a car is a not-so-fun experience for most people, and it doesn't have to be. At TrueCar.com, they'll help you get rid of the fear that you may overpay. You know you'll get a fair price because they show you what others paid for the car you're looking for. TrueCar.com analyzes what people are paying for their cars in their market and shares it with consumers so that they never have to overpay. Over 40,000 cars were sold by TrueCar certified dealers just last month. Users see an average savings of $3,046 off MSRP. True Car certified dealers go through a certification process and you work directly with a True Car representative that will honor your savings. True Car certified dealers believe that truth and transparency are essentials to a better buying experience. First, go to TrueCar.com and find out what others pay for the same vehicle in your market and around the country. Second, register at TrueCar.com to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings certificate. And the third step is simple. Just print out your certificate and take it to the True Car certified dealer for a better hassle-free buying experience. True Car has the most comprehensive new car pricing information available and a certified network of dealers that offers a hassle-free car buying experience and negotiation-free guaranteed savings. Support the Ask Women podcast and shop at truecar.com. The following program is a podcast1.com production. Podcast1.com presents the Ask Women podcast, uh-huh. a place where two comics and a professional wing girl get together to dissect the female mind. You don't know how I feel. And explain it to men in terms they can actually understand. Booze. Now, here's the lovely ladies of Ask Women. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast, where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, a comedian and your host, along with Marnie Kinris, best-selling author of Get Inside Her. Yes, and, and Kristen owner Kristen Carney, who has food in her teeth. I would just, just oh, my God, I can feel that I have, have food, food in my teeth. teeth. And then I just saw that you have some in yours. Do I have any in mine? No, but I can feel that I have. It's because I have cilantro. Cilantro is the worst. It is the worst. It's the worst tasting, too. Oh, I love it. But anyway, how do I look, Adam? Perfect. Okay, okay, great. That's great. Um, But we have Adam Lyons with us today, who was also with us on another podcast, who has tons of great information. He's our male voice today. And I'm excited about the show because we have Bald Brian from the Adam Carolla show coming in. Everyone who knows Adam Carolla would know him. He's the sidekick and the sound effects guy on that show. Um, He's going to talk to us about his new book called Shrinkage. which, yes, has to do, I think, with some sort of male parts, but also his his brain cancer and things like that. Yeah, so which looks fascinating. Like he should have been dead years ago, actually. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. He's a living miracle. He literally is. Oh, I can't wait to hear about yeah, all of this. Yeah. Please follow us on Twitter, um, at Ask Women Podcast, and um, also please check out our Amazon page, because I just want to stress that. Go to winggirlmethod.com don't, don't just Amazon. check it out. Go buy shit from Buy Amazon shit page. on it, assholes. Winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon, because, you know, when you go buy stuff, that helps keep us on the air. When you listen to our sponsors and and then go check out their website so for that example, also keeps us on the air. If you're going to check out Bob Brian's book, The Shrinkage Book. Get it yes, on do Amazon. it through winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon. And I've read that book. It's a very good book. So I, you know, don't be stupid. Go buy the book through the Amazon Well, we, I read the chapter that you sent over to me, and it was really good. Yeah. About so, him and his wifey. Yeah, and it's very honest. All right, but before we get started, I wanted to give you a Wing Girl Minute. 
All right. There is no right thing to say to a woman, but there is a right way to say it. Line up 10 men and have them say the same successful pickup line to a woman. Do you think this woman will be attracted to all 10 men? Not a chance in hell. She will be attracted to the man that said the line the right way. Right way equals backed up by presence, intention, and character. So it's not about what you say. It's about how you say it. And that's my Wing Girl Minute. Was that a minute? I love it. Even close? It's like 28 seconds. God damn it. It's a wing girl half oh, minute. Um, anyway. I want to tell you, though, today uh, I went to Whole Foods. As you can see, the food stuck in my teeth. Yeah. And um, when I was in line paying, the guy behind me was very attractive. Really? Mm-hmm, very attractive. And um, he set down a thing. I see you at Whole Foods today. <laughs> No, our, no, that was last <laughs> week at the strip club, the hot dog guy I saw. I don't know. Um, but he set down a pineapple salsa thing on the counter, and he did what you kind of say to do, which is like osa or whatever. Yes, and, observation sharing and asking. Yeah, yes. and so he put down the pineapple salsa, and I was standing in front of him, and he was like, um, I got pineapple salsa. And I was like, <laughs> cool. And he goes, he goes, I'm getting it for my boss. He's either going to love it or hate it. He's a super complainer. He complains about everything. He goes, so you either love or hate him. And so then that got me to say, well, I'd probably love him because I complain about everything. Right. And so, but I'm really uncomfortable and awkward because he was really cute. And so I got really quiet and then the conversation just kind of stopped after that. <laughs> um, but then when I was leaving, I, you know, checked out and whatever. And I said, uh, good luck. And he was like, thanks. But um, I thought he did a good job. I like, like that. Yeah. You should have given him a gold star. You, you know, should carry them around in your purse. You I know. know why that ended, right? Because of me. Because you yeah. got quiet and awkward. Yeah. And he thought you didn't like him. Right. And he got I know. And then I tricked him because then when I left, I was like, good luck. And so he's like, oh, she does like me. <laughs> he's like, wait She's a second. More pineapple salsa. Well, Adam, so you classic. are the expert yeah. in pro. So tell us about what he could have done instead of getting psyched out by her silence, what he could have done to win back that report. In my experience, nine times out of ten, if you're talking to a girl and she goes completely silent, but she doesn't make a motion to like run away screaming, then actually it's just that she doesn't know what to say because she's never had to practice holding down conversation with a stranger. Exactly. So you keep going. I usually tell guys the first 15 minutes of a conversation is all you. After that, if she likes you, she'll start picking up the slack yep. and thinking, oh, I should get involved. Right, but you have people like me who are shy. And I, I mean, I have a boyfriend, so obviously I couldn't take it that far anyway, but he was very, very handsome. He had like striking blue eyes. He had like a good little like scruffy beard, tan. Look at this. Where I know he goes outside. Not letting your boyfriend listen to this episode. Yeah, he never listens. I, I don't worry. <laughs> I literally do not worry. So that what he could he have done then to gain it back? So you're because I just got uncomfortable because I was like, oh, he was really cute, and like he you're just like, said something about pineapple salsa, exactly. And what? And, but I actually did hold back as well because when he said he's a complainer, you either love him or hate him. I'm a complainer, so I was like, oh, I would love him. But then in my head, what I thought was like, oh, this guy probably thinks I'm like a bitch because I'm like, oh, I would love him because I love complaining. So, so <laughs> yeah. actually, what, what's really funny is you know I love hearing women describe what's going on in their heads. Um, <laughs> Because as a guy, what you should be attempting to do is to try and speak to what's going on in the girl's head. And so one of my favorite things to do is I like to make observations and assumptions about people. So rather than just asking questions, I'll probably just come out and say it. So if you said, for example, oh, I'd probably love him, I'd be like, oh, no. I'm glad you don't work in my office because then there'd be two of you and I'd have to get two pineapple salsas. It wouldn't be good enough for one of you. I'd still get it wrong. Right. Uh, you're bad news. I right, just, right. I'm, just, I'm actually glad that you don't work with me. What do you do? And then I'd find out what you did for a living. Right. And then once you said, you know, whatever, you're a, you're a comedian, I go, that makes sense. You're just pulling my leg. You, you wouldn't really like him. Now I know it's a right. joke. Right. Because it can only be, and, and it would keep going on like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, okay. So off, off air, we were talking about Adam's really interesting relationship status. Because last time that you were on or our show, weird. He, 
I know Kristen is <laughs> like this is really status. fucked up. Like, but I I always love hearing stuff like this because I find it fascinating. When and I, I hear I, this, but when I hear it, I, I just literally go like Mama, and I like want to suck my thumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally, she will be sucking her thumb yeah. through this entire first yeah. segment. Awesome. So, uh, so I uh, okay. On the last episode, you had mentioned two girlfriends. We quickly brushed over it, but <laughs> now we want to talk about the full scenario of the the two girlfriends. Can you can you tell us about having two girlfriends and what this actually means? Yeah, so um, I, I suppose to, to give you the, the history of it, and actually I don't often talk about this. I don't promote myself as being polyamorous because right. I actually think that my relationship status is kind of a personal thing. It's like it's my own thing. But it, if, it, I was, I if I had two girlfriends too, I'd be like, yeah, this is personal. Like I do not want to talk yeah, about this. Yeah, exactly. Show. I don't need to brag about it. And like, and it's funny because I could probably make a, a lot of business by you know coming out and saying to all of my fans, hey, by the way, I've got two girlfriends and here's how I do it. Want to be a man like me. <laughs> but that that's not how it is at all. We're actually, it seems like a lot of extra work. Oh my, you know what's so funny? Uh, my girlfriends the other day, we were hanging out and, uh, and we were at this uh, family event. It was like a, a big group dinner. It was like a whole bunch of family and friends and their kids running and around they and playing. You. And they, 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 <laughs> all the guys there were like, oh, he's the luckiest guy in the world with two girls. And both my girlfriends at the same time said, you know what? So don't judge him so quickly. Like this guy puts up with more crap than any other guy on the planet. Yeah, right, he's got double. Yeah, it's like the worst thing ever. Like he's past the honeymoon phase too. Yeah, so it's like you, right. you got a lot of work. Well, well, they're, they're, um, you know, their their ovulation cycles are in sync now. So we have hell week in our house. Jesus. It's like one week where both of them are completely emotional, um, and I will just be consistently putting out fires. Like I you can't go even travel. imagine yeah. having two cats. Like my boy, that were both <laughs> yeah. female. Like my boyfriend recently was like, we should get another cat, and I'm like, no. <laughs> two cats. Much. It's like two women. Ah. Yeah, but, but and both the girls are like, you know, no, this guy, like he, th- and they were really supportive. They're like, this guy's more of a man than almost any other guy either of us have met because he can handle not just one girl's problems but both of our problems, and he satisfies both of us. Um, and one of the girls was like, you know, I, I haven't been in a relationship for years until until I met these two. She's like, because you know, I always felt that guys were missing something, and she's like, and Adam has everything that I want so much so that. I'm willing to share him. And on top of that, I get this beautiful girlfriend as well who satisfies that side of me, like having a girlfriend that's always there to go and get nails done with and to, to right. gossip with. Like you go out to eat and they're like, Lions, three, party of three. This well, is no, weird. It's just weird. We had, I think I've mentioned this before, but one of our Like friends, Valentine's Day, party of three. <laughs> one of our friends who was gay, so it's not in the exact same scenario, but he broke up with his boyfriend. He moved in with us a little bit because they were living together and he had a place to stay. And it was like the best relationship with all three of us. We didn't have sex with each other, but my husband would sit in silence because he's an introvert and enjoy himself, like, you know, recharging. And me and Scotty would just watch The Bachelor and talk for hours. And all of us were completely satisfied in this relationship for two months. But Scotty's gay, right? Scotty's gay. Yeah. It's not exactly the same relationship. But I'm right. just saying, right. like, we, we had a little That's bit of That's my threesome. dream. I would say yeah, that. If I lived perfect. with my boyfriend and a gay best friend. Well, it, it's, no, literally, I would, because I'd have, like, my, my girl. Everything. And I'd have, like, a guy. So, so yeah. see how you guys say that? We have exactly that. The only difference is we also all have sex. You also have sex. That's but, the weird part. Yeah, it's it's exactly the same. I love how that's the weird part. Yes, to me, <laughs> very strange. But that's that's the awesome part to me that it's fascinating. Person, like I, I, I've talked about this before. I don't know if I could invite a third person into my relationship. And I don't know if my husband could either. And I think we would have to ease into it. But I'm completely fascinated by it. And I love how you tackle it so maturely. Where it's Literally. not exactly what you were you saying before. Them. It's not like you're bragging. You're like, yeah, I fucked two girls. It's we're in a relationship with three people. It's it's hard work. It's challenging at times. But we make it work, which I think is wonderful. And it's, it's a really great way to go into this week's chapter in the man's playbook. Are you horny to win? <laughs> 
He's like, I am horny. No, to I'm win. I'm actually very horny to lose in general. Yeah, exactly. Well, so this week I wanted to talk about polyamory because I guess it is it's it's a polyamorous relationship, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's being in a relationship with or, and and actually like we we use the word love. I mean, like we've been like I've been with one of them for for a few years now, and the other one's coming up to a year. Polyamory um, want a cracker. So. I'm just going to make as many bad jokes as like possible. Make cheesy jokes because you're so uncomfortable. Your cortisol levels are going like through the roof. There you go. Right That's what it is. No. <laughs> yes, I can see. You look what's like you're bloated. One? You're so what's bloated. Oh, okay. What's the good one? Uh, Oxytocin wait, it could be or, or dopamine. dopamine or yeah, I'm missing. Serotonin. Yeah, both of those are gone. You're like I got nothing right yeah. now. All yeah. I have is a huge bloated belly. Actually, the hardest, so uncomfortable. the hardest part. Actually, you brought this up. You touched on it. Is when you get invited to an event and they go, "Feel free to bring a plus one," and I'm like, "Can I bring a plus two? Right. Right. Actually, a lot my friends that know me now like you can bring as many girlfriends as you want i'm like thank you <laughs> well so tell us about dating multiple women because i i don't i don't want to jump straight into the polyamorous relationship mm-hmm. i want to talk about dating multiple women and how to handle that because i think that that's something a lot of men struggle with so the most girlfriends I've ever dated at once was 14 um and so i what four, 14 girlfriends are you at saying once that's low at one time? At once, yeah. So, like, all 14. Am I saying that? Not, not in the same day. No, I'm saying it's insanely high. Yeah, so I, I would have to see, Seems on average, I, they, they, <laughs> I were, they were on a cycle. I was seeing uh, four girls a day, and it had to be pretty pretty routinely planned out. Like, Well, you're uh, lucky you do what you do, because that that's your career. So that, you could yeah, do that. Exactly, yeah, it would work. And I'd see, like, you know, a girl for breakfast, girl for lunch, girl for dinner, a girl in the evening. And so much work. Be, it was. It was a lot oh of hard God. work. And it, honestly, I only maintained <laughs> that for, for a couple of weeks, the, the 14. My, my happy spot when I'm single and being single and not actually, I suppose sharing them all together like like at the moment i don't really consider myself single i'm i'm dating two right. girls but are you afraid to be alone no That's i'm a- not afraid to be alone but yeah. i am an extreme extrovert that's so what I was going to say. I recharge with people, to use right. your terminology. So I need to have somebody around me all the time to feel rested. When I'm on my own, I get restless. So it, it's not a fear. It's just a um, – I, I actually – It's not an insecurity? I, yeah. No, I, I, there are times when I enjoy my own company and, and I need to have a little bit of time on my own. But primarily, I would be so much happier being surrounded by people all the time. Puke. Every single day. Puke. That's <laughs> yeah, their worst nightmare. Yeah, and it totally works for me. So having two girlfriends means that, like, you know, <gasps> um, girls, girls sleep quite a lot. Um, they they need more sleep than men. There's a lot of studies that have shown this. Girls need, on average, ten to twelve hours. I'm Guys need six that. to eight. Um, and so, at any given point, there's a chance that one of my girlfriends is asleep and the other one's awake. Um, so, so you're always entertained. So I'm always entertained. Always Who rides entertained, in the front seat? Ah, we cycle it. So often, I try to I try to make sure, and this is the key. You're talking about like dating multiple people. I try to make sure that I push the two girls together and I'm the odd one out. And I find that my my life is a lot happier when I'm the odd one out. And they yeah, you are should be in the back winning. seat. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. I'll sit in the back seat and I will get to lie down and sleep while they drive me around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, even though you don't need the sleep. Yeah, well, if I, I can catch up <laughs> if I need to, I can right. have like a nap or just, just lie back and sit on my phone or what have you and let them two talk and discuss and I can just enjoy listening to them talk. Um, so in general, I find any time I push those two together, my life is a lot happier. Um, and, and there are moments like uh, the, one of my favorite things that happened recently, this is a little bit X-rated, I don't know how how far I get, so stop me if I cross any lines. But I'm all ears. I'm You've already crossed it with polyamory. It, it gets worse. <laughs> um, so I was, I was downstairs working um, in our apartment block and I went into the lobby because I couldn't concentrate because they were both talking and giggling and what have and they're like hey we're gonna go and have a bath together you should join in and i'm like i i literally have work so i'm on a deadline I've, i i was actually doing some um some work for kevin hart uh, the comedian. oh really yeah, I, was, I was doing some stuff for him what um it's, what it's some, he's short some video is he having stuff. a hard time getting women no 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 some video stuff okay. I, I i own a film company oh, as, a, okay. as, a, as a as a hobby 
Um, and uh, so I was, I was making a video for him, but it had a deadline of midnight. And so I was, it's like 11 o'clock and I'm working hard. And the girls start texting me. And they're like, we're in the bathtub. Here's a picture of us in the bath together. And I was like, don't care. I have to work. And they're like, <laughs> hey, in bathtub. I was like, it was like one o'clock now. And I'm like, late on deadline. Long hair, don't care. And the girls are like, we're getting to bed now. How pruny you must have they been at this point. I know, oh, seriously, they had eight champagne. hours later. They had champagne in the bath. They were videoing themselves. It was, it was a crazy experience. They were wrinkled but, prunes. Yeah, they, they, were just, they were just playing it. They put makeup on and they were just having a girly night and yeah. you know, really enjoying it. And so it, it gets to 2.30 in the morning and I'm like so tired and I go upstairs to bed and the girls are lying in bed both in lingerie. Their, their makeup's all done. They're completely pristine and they're like, don't think you're going to sleep. And I was like, guys, I love you both so much. I was like, but you know, I, I cannot have sex with you right now. I need to sleep. I've got to get up in six hours. It's not happening. I'm going to sleep. And they're like, well, good luck with that. And I was like, no, seriously, like, guys, like, stop it. Like, I don't want to have sex with you. I just want to sleep. And so they're like, okay, well, could you give us a hug? I was like, sure. So I lay down in bed, and I've got one either side of me, and they both lean into me to hug me. So you end up with one girl on each arm. Well, at that point, they go, oh, can't move your arms now. They tied me down to the bed. They'd set up freaking handcuffs everywhere. Oh, look at this. I'm going to interrupt you because we only have two minutes left. (laughs) And it's getting too X-rated for our audience. So talk to us about dating multiple women when you are a single guy and not in a relationship. Because that's what the guys who want to listen to the show want to hear. First thing is you can't lie. Um, lying is like the worst thing you can do. A lot of guys will you know, pretend that they're single or what have you or don't talk about the other girls. What I do is I'll, I'll talk to girls all the time and I'll flirt with them and attract them. And then at the first kiss, I break away from the first kiss. And I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. I've got to be completely open with you. I won't do it before the first kiss, but I also won't wait till after. It'll be during. And the girl's like, what do you mean? I'm like, look, it's, it's only fair that I tell you. I'm at a point in my, la- my life right now where I'm not looking for a relationship. I'm not looking for anything committed. I'm concentrating on my life. I'm concentrating on my business. Um, and I, I don't have time to commit to any one person. And I don't want to give you false pretenses. You know, I, like, I'm a dick. I'm not a fucking dick. You know, like, so I, I just feel it's best to be honest with you. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I get that. I said, look, there are two types of guys, and, uh, two types of girls in the world. There's a the kind of girl that she meets a guy like me and she thinks, you know what? I get this. Like, that's cool. I can hang and, you know, I can have this, you know, non-committed, fun relationship and we can be friends forever. We can go out. We can, you know, go to some great parties, have some great meals. We can travel the world if you want and we can have awesome sex, but there's no strings attached. You can see who you want. I can see who I want. And then there's the other kind of girl that she meets a guy like me and she thinks she can change me and try and force me into a relationship. And if you're that second kind of girl, this is never going to work you need to walk away now yeah and you'll find nine times out of ten the girl will be like no 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 I'm the first girl I'm the fun loving one that wants to be friends forever and have casual sex there are some that do think that but in reality most girls at some point in their life and if you're meeting them in a party or a nightclub or something they're usually at that kind of point where they'll be totally okay to just at least try it for a while to you know because it's they can handle it if they can it's it's their emotions it's on them yeah they can leave if they want well because that's interesting that you tell them as soon as you do start kissing because I usually advise guys that dating is to explore you you are allowed to do whatever you want and if you have not led a woman down a you're path like that you're looking for a relationship exactly if you're not saying all the time oh I'm Except looking for a girlfriend and you're that girl if you're not leading them on in that direction then you're not really misleading them at all you're just out there to have fun and date and explore your options so when girls say to a guy are you dating anybody else what would be the answer that you would give to them um, I almost always say I am always dating people all the time and I find that's the best way to be because not and it's also people, the truth yeah exactly because, for you yeah because because not dating people means you're not getting laid and I don't know about you but I've come up with like two things in my life one is that I am never going to not get laid again and two is I'm not going to have bad sex ever again and these are like the two things that I refuse to do so yeah I am always dating people absolutely all the but time. you think that 
just for other people who are listening, that that's, that sentence would, would come across as eloquently as you just put it? Like, what is what is the layman's way of <laughs> expressing the same thing? Because you, you have a whole lifestyle to attach sure. to that statement. Most guys don't. So, so what would be the better way for them to say it? So I think it, it comes down to if you're making out with a girl or not. Um, if you've not made out with the girl and she says, are you dating somebody? I would probably lean towards one of, hey, you know what? Um, we barely even know each other and you're getting that yeah. personal ready. Like, I know, you know, I would tease, I would tease yeah, them as I, well. I would tease on it and, and hold it back. But at the Whoa, makeout, slow down, lady. Yeah, exactly. And at the makeout, I would initiate it. Um, and that's probably how I would go about doing it. Um, and if she kept pushing it, I might even say something like, you know, are, are you trying to audition right now? Because I'm not taking any applications at the moment. There you go. Um, those, kind of, those kind of flirting phrases I'd use. I on. love it. I love that. Well, that wraps up this week's chapter in the man's playbook. And you well, guys are writing the, uh, shit to each Tinderella other. Cinderella stuff, real quick. I think oh, you do? All right. God, just trying to cram in as much as possible. Fine. Here's the Tinderella. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, God. Life's awful. Okay, so for our (laughs) Tinderella story this week, um, I thought this one was kind of funny. So uh, this, this guy says, This girl once messaged me, and we started chatting for a couple of dates. At first, she was aggressive and led the conversation, and then we both kind of fell off the conversation, and I completely forgot about it. A month or so later, I went to a concert at a small venue. It was a college showcase of sorts, and I was catching up with friends that I hadn't seen in a while. During one of the sets, this girl and I kept making eye contact with each other. I thought she was very cute and oddly familiar, but I couldn't place her. So I went out to outside to smoke a cigarette and with a few dudes. We were chatting and shooting the shit, and the girl from inside comes out to smoke. She comes straight up to me and points to me with a handful of guys around me and says, I know you from Tinder, fucker. Uh, so I ended up chatting with her and got her number. We hung out a bunch since, and, she had re- and we had really bad sex one night. She sells a sweater of mine, and now the relationship has come down to her constantly emailing my roommate in search of a job. How do I get my sweater back? How do I get my sweater back? <laughs> yeah, literally. that's the question. That's it. Is that really the question? <laughs> no, literally. Where do you find these? <laughs> Um, I Google them. I Google. Really? These are weird. Google terms. Weird, personal weird, experience. Weird They're personal experiences. A lot of people actually have uh, Tinder now because it's taken off so much. They have like Tinder blogs. Like one's called like TinderHell.com. Net or something, you know. I, I, so. have, I have a secret about Tinder. But that you use it? No, 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 no. no. We're not, not say it after the break. It. Keep it. Oh, yeah. Say it after right, the break. Fine, we'll break. reveal the secret after the break. Yes. Um, but uh, check out some words from our sponsors who we love and who support us. We'll be back in a second. It's Karen Bryant, and I've got a new show coming to PodcastOne.com. I've been covering combat sports since 2005, and I'm going to be taking you behind the scenes of the world's fastest-growing sport, MMA. I'm going to have interviews, analysis, and lots of humor with some of the biggest names and rising stars in the sport. Whether you're already a super fan or you're just looking to learn more about MMA, download the Karen Bryant Podcast Friday, May 16th at PodcastOne.com. That's PodcastOne.com. You're listening to the Ask Women Podcast, a Podcast One presentation. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Ask Women Podcast. We are here with Bald Brian, the man, the sound effects dude from the Adam Carolla Show. Hi. Thanks for coming. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. You're wonderful. Well, that we, is true. We mentioned um, at the top of the show for people who um, listen to Carolla, they obviously know your background. Right. But for people who don't know, 
tell us a little bit about like your history and what led you to write this book, Shrinkage. Oh, sure. Um, I was diagnosed with a brain tumor, uh, an inoperable brain tumor, in uh, late, or excuse me, early 2009. That was almost five years ago. Um, and things got a lot worse before they started to get better. I was in really bad shape there for a while. I was using a walker full-time, using a really? wheelchair at one point. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, wow. you know, initially given six months to a year to live. What? Um, and you were 30. And I was 30 years old and engaged. Oh, my I God. I was engaged, and my uh, fiancé and I lived together, and she became my primary caretaker. We were both laid off at the time. This is early 2009. Wow. You remember how bad the economy was. Right. I lost my job. She lost her job. Um, so this is like the, this is literally the definition of hell? Uh, for some people, yeah. I yes. imagine it would be. Yeah. For other people, it's you know listening to Spiderwebs by no doubt over and over <laughs> right. again. But, right. you know, for for most of us, this right. is this is a version of that. Right. So um, we're both laid off. I'm diagnosed with uh, inoperable brain cancer, and uh, the, thus our story begins. Yeah. Well, actually, I want to ask you and some and questions and about well. that though, because sure. uh, no, but in in terms of your relationship, because that would probably be really hard on your relationship. Did you guys struggle during that time, or did it bring you closer together? I think it brought us closer together. I mean, you know, I think I mentioned it somewhere in the book, but, you know, Christie's people close to Christie were like, my, my fiance at the time and now wife, you know, the, the question was asked, you know, are you going to stay with him? And not because you don't love him, because this is a lot for a 29 year old engaged person to take. Well, my boyfriend dips. I mean, he chews tobacco mm-hmm. constantly. Oh, so you'll be in my position soon. Yes. Oh. Yes. And I basically said to him, like, I'm telling you now, because I've been telling him to stop since we've met. Mm-hmm. My brother dipped my whole life when I was little and because we're hicks. We're from like the middle of nowhere. So sure. it's like pe- people chew tobacco. Um, but I've told him a million times, stop, because I'm telling you, I will leave you when you lose your when you lose your jaw sure. like i'm out i'm not hanging with a guy with no jaw yeah he won't stop but um you don't want to kiss a deflated balloon no i mean right. come on a siskel and ebert i mean yeah ugh. more ebert than siskel right, although right. gene siskel died of a brain tumor <laughs> oh, oh think about that Ooh, that well, because, was not apropos of well that, last, ep- last episode yeah, we too, were talking about we answered a question from a listener who was writing about uh, writing in about his depression and how to introduce that into the relationship and how to express that to women that he's dating when is the right time and when sh- or, and should he say sure. it? Sure, it's like herpes. So, yeah, exactly. When to bring it up. So for you By the guys, way, I have herpes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's right away from the mic, please. <laughs> no, but for you, you were already in a relationship, right? And you're, you, but I'm, I'm yeah. assuming we we're living together, or I'm guessing that there would be some levels of depression from both sides of the relationship during this process. So how did you guys go about communicating and making sure that you stayed strong? I think. Fortunately, Christy and I are so similar in the sense that, you know, we're dropped into this position and it's not, there's not a lot of contemplation going on. It's more like we're in attack mode. We're in like, all right, let's yeah. get them down to business. She's uh, an advertising executive. And so she's like, she has a pretty high profile job for her industry. Um, and she, uh, she got after it. She, you know, we researched doctors and we found the best doctors and we asked friends and family and people we knew, contacts and whatever, and found the best treatment centers and the best doctors and the best professionals and all that stuff. So, it was more... You were a team, it, it sounds it, like. Very much so. And it gave us sort of a sense of purpose and not so much a sense of, oh, crap, now what? You know, it was more like, we know what. Now we right. got to do Buckle it. down. Yeah, not that I process. wish this upon every couple who's about to get married, because this is obviously <laughs> a horrible situation. <laughs> but I'm saying this is like a, a true testament. It's a crucible. To see, yeah, absolutely. Because I think a lot of people race into relationships and they don't know whether or not... Because this is what partnership is. This is what marriage... Yeah. That for me, this is the definition of marriage. And even for Adam, who was talking about a polyamorous relationship, I still think that that's your definition. It's not like, let's have sex parties all the time. Mm-hmm. 
it's still you want that partnership and that's what you're looking for the reliability the trust the respect and the loyalty and I think that a lot of people no he just wants sex right well hopefully one of his wives will help him through cancer yeah exactly they can get rid of the other one both or both exactly (laughs) they can split it it's like an insurance policy basically (laughs) one drops out you have another one to back you up but at certain points early on in our marriage my wife uh, really wishes there was another wife around because yeah. when you're the 24 hour caretaker, and like I said, it's it'd be one thing if she was, yeah. hey, it's time to take your knows. pills, but it's, it's another thing when she's helping me to the bathroom. You know, like yeah. she does yeah. the 24 hour, like you're a nursing care professional. Right. I but, mean, this but, is a situation where there, it's an inoperable brain tumor. What, how did, tell us like the, because essentially it's like a, you're like a miracle. I, I Being like what what ended up happening to solve? Well, it's, not it's been more than a year. Back. Much. Be dead by All right, yeah, exactly. Like you're a miracle. We get it. Okay, fine. I outlived my prognosis. You're so cool. No, but it's absolutely amazing. The what what <sighs> what transpired essentially? How did you get better? So about six months in, I was doing pretty badly, um, and as my doctor my doctor put it to me after the fact. So I was initially diagnosed by a doctor who. We didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things. Um, and I ended up with a much better doctor, thank Good. God, um, just down the street at Cedar Sinai Hospital. And I, he put it to me in retrospect years later. He's like, listen, if, that, if things hadn't worked out the way they did, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation right now, wow. um, meaning that he would have retired. No, meaning yeah. that, I, that I wouldn't, <laughs> right, I wouldn't exactly. be around. Um, so what happened, you know, uh, the... It happens sometimes with people who underwent, I underwent radiation and chemotherapy right away, five weeks, six weeks, whatever it was. And then things got a lot worse. And sometimes, most of the time, things get a little better. Right. But it caused so much swelling. Basically, my tumor is inoperable because it's on my brain stem. And you can't operate there. It's just too high of real estate that controls all right. of your functions from breathing to blinking and everything in between. Right. So they're like, we can't, just can't, it can't be done. And so... Um, the radiation they used on me, you know, uh, the, the brain sounds like a funnel, he explained to me. And everything flows through there to all your nerves and all your everything, to your fingertips, to your toes, to everything. And mine was getting so swollen that things weren't flowing through there. And I lost the use of my left side, hence the, the walker and the wheelchair right. and everything. And I was slurring my speech much, much worse than I am now. <laughs> and, 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 it, and so it got pretty bad. And then at a certain point, um, he says, well, we, we have one more thing that we can try. There's this newer medication that's out there, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, and it's in the book, but it's, it's, a, it's a long story, but long story short, it worked. And I was one of the, wow. I was one of the 30, 30-ish. They, they says about a third, of, a third of the people that are on the medication really works for them. And I'm luckily wow. one of those people. That's amazing. Awesome. And that's turn things amazing. around. Congratulations. Thank you. Do you still have to take the medication? Yeah. I still, it's, it's a drug called Avastin. And uh, it's not really a chemotherapy. It's technically a steroid. It's like a super steroid. Right. But it does a lot of the same things. Uh, and, and I respond to it really well. And uh, luckily, I don't have any... Um, I have side effects, but they're very minimal. They're not the side sure. effects you see in the movies. And I still get it. Every, I started up every two weeks, getting an infusion every two weeks, which was really taxing. And it's worked to the point now. It's been a few years, and they've tapered me off now to the point where I'm getting it every two months. Wow. I love Brilliant. that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Really well, I, I'm really happy for you. I think that's absolutely Thanks. amazing. Yeah. I'm happy for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a do. little un- unimpressed, yeah, okay. to be honest. No, well, I do, I do want to go back, because this is the Ask Women podcast, so we're trying to you know, educate single men and men who are in relationships. So sure. I do want to go back to t- sort of tie in the, our beginning conversation where we were talking about you know dating multiple women, polyamorous relationships. I was a single man at one point. Exactly. And <laughs> And being a single man at one point, but also the fact that um, you 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 and your partner seem to be like fantastic t- together. And 
She's I, more I, fantastic than I am, but we are. See, there, there, there you go. That's like what you got to put out there. But it's interesting because if you are dating multiple women and you're dating for potentially being with a partner later on down the road, not just not just because you want to have fun, when it's fine to just have fun and have sex and have a really good time dating with no strings attached. And I, I love that and I totally support that. But if you are dating for potentially finding a partner, um, the, the things that you were talking about, like – about loyalty and being there and, and yeah. like taking charge and going for it. That's what you're actually looking for when you're dating women. It's not about whether or not, you know, they have food in their teeth or they have hmm. a limp or they have like, you know, one ear is bigger than the other. I have food in my teeth when we started this oh, podcast. And a limp and all those things. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to tie everybody you're into the show. <laughs> but these are things to look for in terms of partnership. That's what you're looking for long term. That You're trying to find out what a person's values are. What's going to happen to to them if something serious happens with you. So yeah. I think that that's what dating multiple women is about and what you're looking for in a part you're looking for compatibility but erasing some of those you know superficial uh surface level things well that a lot of people put a lot of uh not pressure on, but a lot of, what is it? What's the importance what? in, a lot, of value on. a lot of value on, exactly. Well, I want to just talk about, because, um, you know, a lot of guys that listen have a hard time meeting women and... Mm. You stop listening to podcasts and get out there and meet some women. I've literally said that before. <laughs> not Thank this you. podcast. Not yeah. this podcast, right. obviously. Right. Um, but you and your now wife mm-hmm. had a couple of run-ins before you actually ended up dating Mm -hmm. and you said you forgot about each other you know it was nothing special what changed like what was the moment where all of a sudden you guys got attracted it's it's the it's it's a cliche it's the cliche but it's a cliche for a reason it's all the right time and right place right And, and there's nothing more true than how my wife and i ended up together which is we met uh we initially met years ago at a, uh, uh, we're both USC fans. We both went there, uh, USC football fans, and we met at a USC away game at Arizona State. She had, which recently, is strange, which also. is which is odd. I mean, because, the chances. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. The chances are we were. We, what happened was she had re- recently broken up with her boyfriend, and she lived in Scottsdale. I was dating a girl who was from Scottsdale. We lived in LA, and the thought was, oh, let's go out to Scottsdale and see the game and see your family and blah blah. blah. And a friend of mine from college says, hey, uh, I have a friend out there. Her name is Christy. She just broke up with her boyfriend. She still wants to go to the game. She doesn't know anybody. She's not really having a very good time out there. She just moved out there. It was before Tinder. It was <laughs> it was absolutely before Tinder. And she said, would you would you mind if she tagged along with you? I'm like, eh, more the merrier. Sure. And so she tagged along with my girlfriend and I, me and my girlfriend and her family. And we had a fun time. Went to the game together and uh, went to the rally together and did the whole thing and and uh she even came over to the girlfriend's my girlfriend's family's house for dinner and we promptly forgot about each right, other we never right. talked again right. uh, that was just a Nothing. fun weekend and it didn't leave much of an impression because i right. was dating someone and i was in a pretty serious relationship and i'm a good boyfriend or was at the time so i'm not uh, too concerned it wasn't going to turn into a polyamory no, situation no right. those people are pigs i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> they're weirdos that phone's working so i i uh just forgot about it because just some friend of a friend who i met and she lives in scottsdale and i didn't have any reason to remember her um fast forward to a wedding in scottsdale a year and a half two years later whatever it was i'm broken up at the time Christy now lives in LA, but she's out there for this mutual friend's wedding. We get introduced to each other, quote unquote, and we're like, "Oh, you, I know someone who works the Corolla show. Is, is it is it me? Is it blah blah?" And, and we can't figure out how we know each other. It turns out we had met two years earlier, right. but now we're in the right place. We're at a wedding, and I'm single. I've been single for a year, and she's been single for two years. And it's just weddings are so such great desperate. places. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I had, I had her since the time you met before. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. She had not. She she had moved from Scottsdale to L.A. And Pining over you. That's exactly right. I had post pictures of me well, up yeah. on, the, on on the wall. 
Oh, uh, I don't know how right I know time. you. It was the right time. <laughs> Gee, I'm not sure who. Yeah, it was just right time, right place. And that's a cliche, but it's it's, it's true. Yeah, well, and you said, you said about, I really am just curious from reading the chapter, you said very briefly, which I really wish you followed up more on, and I think I, you know what I'm going to ask, but you were saying that she was just breaking up with a boyfriend that could or may or may not have killed her dog. Right. I just wanted a little more detail. Uh, the lawyers asked me not to put really? more detail. No, I can tell you all because oh, okay. <laughs> he may or may not have. So right. who knows if he did or right. not. And right. I didn't name him because I don't think I actually remember his name. But uh, unfortunately, Christy had a little dog, cute little thing. Uh, and uh, the boyfriend of the dog did not get along, which should have been a sign for her that yeah. this is not the right guy. Yeah. But at a certain point, um, she went out of town for business and left the dog with the boyfriend or blah, blah, blah. And the boyfriend called one day and was like, uh, your dog died. <gasps> and, and, it went under, and the dog was two years old. You know what I mean? It was like that it was semi mysterious. Totally killed her dog. Semi Totally killed her dog. May have snuffed the dog out. <gasps> Holy That's shit. Sick. That's very so All very right. Sick. <laughs> Ugh. May or may not Right, have. right. He did. That, I, I don't I, like that. Well, that's a very good segue to get into analysis because I'm disgusted by this man that okay. he just killed a doggy. Anyway, we have questions. Allegedly. Exactly. Allegedly. Okay. We have questions that write that uh, our listeners write into us that they want answered, and we call it Analyze This, and we answer, answer their questions. questions. So if anybody this. has some questions, uh, write into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. So I'm going to read one that somebody wrote into us, and there's a girl's Part and a guy's part for dialogue. So oh, I'm no. going to be the guy, and Kristen is going to be the girl. Ball, Brian, do you want to be the guy? It's harder because we yeah. have to share the t-shirt. That's the only reason. I was going to. I was. I was not even me. You should have memorized it. it I know. I know. Seriously, okay. <laughs> so I'll read the meeting part. Hi, ladies. I love your show. All of you have a fun, upbeat personality as well as a good sense of humor. Just turned thirty and would say I'm okay with girls. The scenario I'm going to use happened this past weekend with a gal I've been getting to know the past two months. We've been out, slept together, on and off. Bob. Her and I. Is she a lesbian? Is that what? Are you pointing at me? Is this a guy writing in? It's a guy writing in. Oh, there's a girl writing in. He said she's okay with girls. Oh, right. Okay, okay, got it. Sorry. Like, I'm okay with girls. Like, I like to, like, go down on them and stuff. No, no. Not a lesbian. Sorry. Her and I were (laughs) talking earlier in the week about grabbing drinks this past weekend on Saturday night to celebrate uh, the new season of life she's starting. She's going to beauty school. He said, red flag, lol. That's something um, you don't celebrate normally. Well, that's school. what he's saying. He's like no. a red flag. Right. Yeah. So, okay. So this is the earlier text that he received and has sent on Saturday. So Saturday, early afternoon, she texts. So her. Hope you slept well. I also hope the customers are nice again today. Smiley face. Okay. So he's in sales. I have this background, but he's in sales. So that's the customers he's re- uh, she's referring to. Thanks. So far, the customers have been <laughs> great. Uh, oh, wait, me. What are you doing today? It's and then he has this in like quotes. So it's still early on in the day, uh, way before we're going to meet up for drinks. So he said, "What are you doing today?" Um, good. I'm glad they're being so nice. I'm about to see Ender's game with my friend Haley. Oh, nice! You'll have to let me know how that is. Would you be up <laughs> for <laughs> stuff? <laughs> I just trying. I don't know. But our voices sound too similar, apparently. So I wanted to just try and distinct, like, make a distinction between the two of us. Would you be up for another movie later tonight before we grab drinks? There is a theater in Portland playing Citizen Kane. We had talked a couple of weeks prior about watching it at my place on DVD. <laughs> Uh, right I, away, I can tell you this relationship is not going to work. Yeah, this is He's like, in a Citizen Kane and she's in Ender's Game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not going to yeah, work. You start yeah. movies and Brian's got a whole lot. She's like, what's Citizen Kane? Um, oh, God, where are we? 
I hope the rest of your day went well. So she totally ignored it. She didn't even like write That's back about this guy. She sucks. And then, uh, so he said, it did. Day's not over yet. Do you still want to grab drinks tonight? Something okay. tells me a lot of time passed between his text and yes. hers. Oh, so he's he giving times time too. Okay. So then Sunday passed. morning, she finally responds. So he sent that one at 9.18. Do you still want to grab, grab drinks tonight, right? 19 so. p.m.? Yeah, 9.18 p.m. Oh. When was yeah. the previous text message sent? The previous two? Uh, four, four so it's this, the day. It started at 12.18 okay. in the day. And then... When did he invite her to Citizen Kane? Yeah, he invited her to Citizen Kane at 4.09. And then she wrote back at, at 8.48. 848. I hope of the rest of something, your day went well. Up, wait, wait. Something came up. She, yeah. That was the movie. The movie, yeah. She's watching the movie during that time. She's watching the movie. Okay, so she's at the movie. And then but she then, said, what exactly? Uh, I hope the rest of your day went well. She's at, what do you mean? She's at the movie. She's yeah, at she the movie. She's Ender's saying game. going That's to go see Ender's Game. Right. No, but you could respond during movies. But she obviously, you better not. Right, she but obviously not she chose not Women to. watching the Ender's Game. So point. Sunday morning, she finally responds she's at 8.53 a.m. Um, hey, sorry, I didn't get back to you last night. I was asleep. 3.58 a.m.? Uh, and then she wrote again at 2.56 p.m., Sorry to bail last night. And so he never responded to her morning text message. So she wrote back again at 3 p.m. So then at 4.59, oh, sorry. Then she wrote again. And then she wrote again at 5 o'clock saying, how's work today? So clearly now she's having like, you know what happened? I think she knew she lost him. You guys should rename this bit, call it overanalyze. Yes. (laughs) I know, seriously, because this is not like quick little answers. We're no love line. We don't answer in 30 seconds. (laughs) We're women. Okay, so then he wrote, I'll give her the benefit (laughs) of the doubt that she went to bed early, (laughs) even on a Saturday night. But she obviously had her mind made up that she didn't want to go out for drinks long before she went to bed. I completely agree with that. In the past, I've been the nice guy that says, oh, it's okay. I understand. Don't worry about it and let them walk all over me, even though deep down I'm pissed that I got ditched like that. How do you put your foot down when they send the bail flake text? Or how do you set up rapport beforehand that they don't bail on you at all? Thank you, ladies, uh, for taking the time to read this. I'll be eagerly listening to your show for an answer. Jordan Dynamite from Portland. I don't agree. He changed the deal. What? It's his fault he changed the deal. Change the deal. Yeah. So they originally had plans to catch up for drinks after the movie. She's out with her girlfriend. They watch a film. They get out of the film. And then he shifts it to try and be to watch Citizen Kane. She's already watched one movie. I know very few girls that will happily sit down and watch two different feature-length films, one after the other. You found unless her. It's a, unless You're it's a rarity. I know. But he said, two week he said watch two movies before we grab drinks. And if, if right. you're a girl that's into the guy, you usually say yes. No, but you see, the thing is, it's the, the commitment of the drinks. Also, she's already with a friend. So I look at it like this. She's out with her girlfriend. Her girlfriend's watching a movie. She could have said to her girlfriend, hey, you can meet this guy later on. We're going to grab drinks together. And then he's like, do you want to watch Citizen Kane? She realizes she can't take a girlfriend there. She's already said to the girlfriend that she can have drinks afterwards. So now she's got this awkward scenario. The girlfriend's going to be an impact on this. Talking about overanalyze this, the girlfriend's definitely going to be looking at those texts of that guy with her. And they probably decided to complete the night, just have a girly night and not worry about mm-hmm. it. She then felt awkward because she didn't rep- respond to him. He then starts ignoring her messages. So she starts sending him text messages like, oh my God, if I damaged this. And that's what's going on. Now he's looking for a way to punish her for that, but because he's got an a, a feeling that he needs to get some kind of emotional reaction to it. Because well, he feels that he's been walked all over. Right. And, and he's been, he's a chump. I, I think actually no. what happened was, yeah. He, no, he may feel that. I'm saying yeah, exactly. but he's not. Yeah, exactly. But yes, I'm sure he feels, he feels that it, way. But that's, that's not what actually happened. No, it's not. He, he shifted the deal slightly. That put her off a bit. She was with a friend, and so this was a classic miscommunication. The whole thing didn't actually go the way it was going to go down. But she still likes him. Um, the easiest way in the way that I always respond to these things is you don't want to let me a pushover, but at the same time, you don't want to come across like a dick. So I'd always be like, hey, no problem, not a problem. I ended up doing XYZ, which will sound awesome so i'll be you know i ended up hanging out with some really friends and we did this awesome stuff that you totally missed out on because you flaked but not a problem um and then i'd yeah. be like you know what you can totally make it up to me um drinks are on you next time when works 
See, okay, I love that response. I don't agree with the analysis. No wonder you're I, dating multiple women. You got that accent going on. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh, Seriously, he's back in the UK. England. He'd I'm be like, a, I'm halfway in. Yeah. <laughs> you're about to have a third. see that. Look at him. He's like drooling and stuff. Um, but I would say the analysis on the other side is that dressed like a Backstreet Boy. Like I read this, <laughs> I and he <laughs> just seemed like he was trying to do too many things, which I I kind of agree with you on that point. That mm-hmm. like, hey, you had plans for drinks, and you're trying to throw something else in there. It just seems too overwhelming. But they had been sleeping with each other, Ooh. and they've been on and off. So there there is that established connection already between the two of them. Um, but I think that they've sort of. They, they've sort of had a, a, a deal, or it sounds like that she can. She doesn't have to give him a response. You said you've been on and off the entire time. She doesn't have to respond She's to obligation. you. Yeah, there's no, there's no obligation. So I don't think that there's an actual deep connection there. I think she's treating it very casually, um, as it seems you have been as well. And if you want something more from the situation, then that has to be communicated. But I would say that she's not overly into him because she didn't respond back and. The next morning when she did finally reply, because I've done this as well, where I pretend to fall asleep or I pretend to forget to text so, somebody back. So because I'm not that into them and they're not a top priority for me. I pretend to not see art flashing through Right. And then us. I'm like, fuck, they're not responding back. They hate me now. And I, I, it's not about I like him. I don't want him to hate me. It's I don't want him to hate me. So th- those two things for me as a woman are not tied together. It's sure. just that I don't want to have hurt somebody. I don't want to seem flaky. I can be I can be communicative over text, but I'm not going to give you much more. Yeah. So that's what I that's what I think was going on there. So it's kind of like a, a little bit of a, a I agree with yeah, you yeah, half. Yeah, I, I agree. With Brian, you. I did you guys they, have games like this in your relationship? <sighs> Not really. I, I would modify what you said and say she seems moderately into him. I mean, she did send him a few text messages in a row, basically sort of explaining. Like, I've had girls when I was dating who it was very obvious they weren't into me because several messages went unreturned. Text messages, you know what I mean? So, right. so that, that's that's a sign that she's not into you. I'd say she's at least moderately into him. There's a conversation. I agree there's moderate, but there's no deeper connection there. It's like she didn't even no. feel the need to respond back to his, do you want to watch Citizen Kane? She just said, I hope the rest of your day went well. <laughs> well she I'm didn't going know to completely that. She, ignore. She, she may have thought Citizen Kane was his dog. Just <laughs> no but she, but he said, we had Beauty talked school? a couple of she's weeks like, I'm not into politics. prior <laughs> about watching it at my place Citizen. on DVD. So it's something she wanted to watch. Well, it's something he wanted her to watch. Yeah. Right, exactly. Whatever just, it was. Yeah, my, my, totally into that. My, my dad's exactly the same with No Country for Old Men. Every time he talks to me, he's like, have you seen it yet? And I'm like, no. And then I just try to avoid it now. Like, it's a really good movie. You should see it. Everyone, everyone says that. Quite but fine. now it's like, I don't watch it because he's so... And he'll say to me, hey, have you watched the No, no Country, Country for Old Men? And I'll be like, you know what? Yesterday, actually, I went to dinner. And I'll just like completely <laughs> pretend. Yeah, you're like, I'm not even going to answer this anymore. Yeah. Okay, we have dad. enough time for yeah. one more question. Okay, can you ladies describe your best first kiss? Actually, all of us can describe the best first kiss. I think this is a, a good Well, you question. had wait, an interesting wait, wait, wait. kiss. In best your... first kiss? Or... Yeah. Like, what would be the oh, ideal, the ideal oh, best first kiss? Like, your what is, first kiss. But, yeah. like, remember that you're answering for guys who want to know how to go in for that for that first kiss. So they want to create this magical moment for women, right? So what's one that you have found to be magical? And then we'll also explain our magical kissing moments. I think the best one was with my wife, who was my girlfriend, or was just some girl I met at the wedding at the time. And it's in the, the chapter that I sent you it guys. It made me uncomfortable. What did? Yes. Why? Because I'm, like, her... Okay. Like I, I well, oh. I don't. But I did read it as like maybe she knew you were going to kiss her, and she was trying to avoid it because okay. she's awkward and like. Just, no, no. As see, I've gotten over the okay. years, she loves to talk. Yeah, for me, I would just be talking through because I'm like, I don't want to go through this awkwardness right now about kissing. Okay. And, so I met this anyway. wonderful girl named Christy at a wedding. Re-met this wonderful girl named Christy at a wedding, and we're having a great time. We're on a we're on a golf course in Scottsdale, and it's a beautiful, temperate time of year. It's wonderful outside. It's gorgeous views, and we're having a great time dancing and drinking the whole thing. And uh, eventually, she was like, I think. She she may have been the one like let's take a walk let's go take a walk on the golf course I'm like 
Fuck yeah, let's get a walk on the golf course. Look at this. So we go under the under the the stars, and she's in her beautiful dress, and we're hugging, and she's talking incessantly. She's nervous. She's nervous, but she but she talks. But she talks. It only exacerbates her love of talking. And then I'm I'm trying to get the moment just right, and here I'm like, will you stop talking, please? I'm trying to kiss you, and she you know she appreciated that the direct approach. I love the direct approach. Yeah. Well, Adam, can you give some instructions for guys on like how to go in for that great great first kiss? Um. So yeah, I've got a I got a number of really simple techniques I teach. I think the easiest one is um forehead to forehead and I think uh, you know guys often miss out on this but if you see uh, people in clubs or bars or what have you before they have their first kiss they'll have this moment where their heads just get closer and closer oh that's right and then they get the they get the foreheads that they both sort of like touch and they're looking yeah. into each other's eyes while talking and they almost don't even realize it happens they see each other's really clogged pores <laughs> yeah exactly like this is best done when dancing though in a club dancing right? is, is the easiest okay, way to do it yeah, but, but I can't imagine this happening in a lobby of your business so actually if you think of it this way if you imagine whispering in somebody's ear when you're talking to each other in an mm. intimate setting in like a, in a lobby lounge or what have you <laughs> and then so you get the side of the forehead against the side of the forehead and it does the same thing and then all you've got to do is at some point you can just sneak a kiss to the cheek and then if they respond well to that then you can keep going down but uh, my, my, I, I love the director which I really really yeah. loved how you said that oh I love um, that kind of made a joke out of it too because know, a lot of other guys if, if like if they you know, wanted to be wimpy about the situation. They could have gotten wrapped up in the conversation and miss out on their opportunity completely. But I oh, love yeah. that, that's that the you went grind. after what you wanted and you said, no, okay, I'm trying to kiss yeah. you. Lady, pay attention. This is going to happen. Yeah, and I, I, I loved it. I yeah. think that's amazing. My, my favorite first kiss is, um, it, it, it has that same direct approach. Um, I, was, uh, <laughs> I was staying in a hotel room with a girl that I, that I really liked and I wanted to hook up with. And we've been friends for a while. Um, and uh, she, she, she had a shower first and I stayed in the bedroom. Um, and then she went to bed. There were two beds, obviously. So she got to bed and I was like, I'm going to go and have a shower. So I went in the shower and I came out of the shower just completely naked. No. <laughs> straight up. Uh, this happened. The director and, straight up. Yeah, and I, I came straight out of the bathroom and she's like, oh, you're not the wearing any clothes. The only thing worse would be if you came straight out of the bathroom in a full white outfit like you're in right now. Uh, dude, no. <laughs> I mean, that would have been the only option because it would have been a, a, a white robe. But yes, yeah, so I came out completely naked and she goes, oh, you're not wearing any clothes. I was like, yeah, you know, I've got this thing. I, you know, I hate wearing clothes. Like, it just gets really awkward. So I hope you don't mind. And she goes, no, it's fine. And I got into bed next to her and she's like, oh. She's like, you know, there's another bed over there. I was like, yeah, I know, but you know, these rooms get cold. I'd much rather just like lie next to you besides oh your Um And she's like, wow, is this really happening? And I was like, yeah. I was like, come here and kiss me. Um, and so it was that. But I love that. I love she felt like she had no choice. Yeah, right. She, so yeah, you raped her. See, yeah, it was consensual. Um, <laughs> I, I had that actually. Uh, we have to wrap up in a second, but uh, this isn't a first. Uh, kiss experience but it is a first seeing someone naked experience I lived with a guy when I lived in Chicago and he was he was not my type he was about he was like short very it's fine as short guys but he was like five feet like he was literally really short redhead Hobbit Hobbit. Jewish totally my um, Why did you say it was pers- Jewish? Personality-wise. Don't have to say it was Jewish. It was Jewish. Right, right. He was Jewish, so that just says it all. Yeah. But he, uh, we, we lived together. I'm Jewish, so don't get mad, listeners. I, I give out no Goldberg signs at all that I'm interested. Was this girl giving out signs that she wanted to see you naked? Uh, we'd been friends for a while, so okay. I, I, it, she, she'd made it clear okay. she liked me. Okay. So uh, I was sitting at the table that was outside of the bathroom doing some work, and he just came out of the bathroom whistling completely naked but he was full on whistling love the whistling and uh, that's so from a movie and I, uh, yeah it was awful well but I want to say that for, I, for I don't suggest doing that I was basically what I'm saying <laughs> no but for describing a best first kiss for me I would say that my my first kiss scenario uh, is very similar to a movie I, I want a guy to walk me to my car or walk me to my door or walk me to wherever <gasps> we're going at the end of the night yeah 
I'm uh, sorry, I just remembered my best first kiss. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. good. Well, I want to hear that after. But And he walks up to me, and he looks me in the eyes, and he's very comfortable doing that. And he gets close to me. And it's like it's like asking permission as he gets closer to me, which makes me more tense and anxious, obviously, because I know that a, a first kiss is about to come, and that's the most exciting moment is that pre-first kiss. And I would probably be doing the same things as Christy, yeah. babbling like crazy, sure. because I'd be so nervous about it happening. And then if he you know, brushed my hair to the side or put my hair behind my ears looked at me, did the triangle move, which I love, like looking from one eye to the other eye, down to the mouth, then back up to the eyes. Yes, which is amazing because that sends butterflies in my stomach. And then just like lightly kisses me on the lips, a little bit of tongue action, just like very slight. Mm -hmm. And then the kiss ends. And then we can go make out afterwards. Like that, that for me is an amazing first kiss scenario. A man with confidence coming at me slowly but surely, um, pretty much saying silently I'm going to kiss you so get ready for it and it's going to happen yeah I lo- they were the best like, that's so yeah, same, 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 same thing just in versions I love yeah, it yeah and really I love good. it right What's yours? Well, mine just was when David uh, David Gray Sail Away was playing, um, and that's like my favorite song ever. But that's all. That's all the details. <laughs> that's awkward. all I got. I just love that song. You know the song "Sail Away with Me, Honey." So it's about the that music, too. not about the moment. For yeah, combine all of our stories into one great first kiss, <laughs> right. orgasm kiss. Exactly. Well, that's perfect. So that ends this segment of analyze this for this week. An- Overanalyze this, which yeah. I really like. Right, I like yes. that. That's what we should call it from now on. But Brian, thank you so much for being on the show. About your book signing and and uh, the name of your book, it's yeah, Shrinkage. The book is called Shrinkage. It comes out April 29th. You can pre-order it now. There will be an audio book. So obviously, if you're a podcast fan, uh, oh awesome, go ahead and get the audio book. And uh, yeah, book signing events. My biggest fear is showing up at those and being the only one there. So check those out at my <laughs> website, brianbishop.com. There's a link, and you can New York and LA right now, and then there'll be more uh, added. Awesome, oh, awesome. And then awesome. we have Adam Lyons, who was the host, the voice of man for this show. Thank you for being so open and honest, Brian. You're the voice your of woman. Pop- polyamorous relationships and for not bragging too much but but doing it very respectfully and I I love that Um, but you can check out more from Adam at winggirlmethod.com slash Adam L Y and download new episodes of our podcast every week on Thursdays or you can just subscribe and they'll download automatically oh thanks Art as well oh wow look at this he is on it where was this the first few months of our show? He's trying to impress me. Exactly. He is. It's not working, Art. I give a shit about you, bro. Yeah. What we need is a naked man to walk in the room. It's the perfect first place. Exactly. Well, please remember <laughs> to check out our sponsors' websites and not get annoyed with the advertisements that are in our show because they are who keeps us on the air and they are supporting us as well as you. Go to our Amazon page, winggirlmethod.com slash Amazon and buy shrinkage yeah. and buy tons of shit on there because that will help keep us on the air so we can keep giving giving you awesome advice and we will see you next With time at my face. and everything I held so dear disappeared without a trace